host, Josh Button. In this podcast today, I am going to give you three tips, men, three tips to engage a cultural renaissance. What am I talking about? All right. The only constant in life is change. I've said this many times. And at this moment in time, it's not only necessary, but it is completely inevitable that we will change. We are at a crossroad and everybody should be aware of the narcissistic reality we've all lived in for the last decade plus. The social media frenzy led to the social media influencers, led to addictions of social media, and individuals that became completely arrogant, narcissistic, uh, well, annoying, amongst other things, but also very, very sick. This is a layer of society that is, well, unexcusable and it cannot be ignored, especially any longer. Look, we've all flocked to social media with our callings, with our purpose, or with something shallow, superficial, and uh, wanted to be, I guess, validated in some way, shape, or form. But I do believe we are at a crossroad where people are just simply bored and fed up with arrogance, fed up with false self-perceptions. You know it. You know it. You have friends, you have family, you have associates that present something online that, A, looks nothing like them when you're talking about just physical appearances. B, is not in alignment with their reality because you've seen enough to know that. And uh, they just have completely wrong false perceptions. And if this is how they really feel about themselves, well, then their judgment is off on themselves. And well, I, I find it hard to trust these individuals. I know you do too. So I believe we're at a crossroads where this, in, this entire social environment has to change. It's inevitable. We must engage a revival of ambition, of growth, of uh, discipline, of honesty, of the truth, of sincerity, of humility. And after a period of cultural decline and stagnation, it's completely inevitable. Humans are not wired for change. Change is hard. Change is difficult. So a lot of the times we'd like to present what is the norm and what we are, what we are sedentary with, what our existence is. We'd like to shine a a filtered light upon it. We like to, well, lie. Why? Because to avoid change so that we do not have to change, so that we do not have to admit our faults, have an accurate self-perception and graduate from one moment to the next. We can lay ambition to the wayside and just present something that people will validate or will in some way appreciate, reciprocate, and maybe just keep us comfortable being somewhat comfortable, just existing, just surviving. And we've said it many times. I've said it many times. We should thrive. Forget survival. We should thrive. How do we do that? Well, we have to have ambition. We have to have honest self-perception. We have to be not only aware of our faults and shortcomings, but we have to address them. We have to eradicate behaviors and habits that are not serving us long-term, that are not serving our growth. 
And yeah, change isn't easy. Men and women are not wired for it, which is why we need to have foundational tools or, or habits or exercises to completely engage change and engage growth. So today that is what I want to go into briefly. The three tips that I'm going to offer in a video I'm working on for YouTube in today's podcast. And the first is develop routine a develop a routine. There's so many different ways to go about this, but you know what your life is really in need of at the moment. Most of all, all of us could use more discipline or could use more actions that support health and well-being and the growth mindset we spoke of. So develop a routine, build and structure a daily ritual, which is, is going to embrace and support health. It will uh, help us focus, uh, help achieve higher outcomes, uh, more productivity. And look, in an era kind of defined by procrastination and outsourcing and distraction, train yourself to be a beacon of consistency, an example of independence, somebody who is mature in the facts that they are not perfect. And you don't have to announce it to the world, but if you're steadily progressing and you're working on your own shortcomings and your own faults, it's going to shine. It's going to show. You are going to be a, a, a person that people look to with respect and adm admiration. And that's what we all wanted in the first place. That's what social media, well, the funny thing about it is a lot of people just wanted to be acknowledged, respected, admired in some way, shape or form. But the masses went about it by mimicking what they saw others do first and foremost and lie about where they're at in life or what their life is all about. And yeah, a lot of people I would say aren't necessarily aware that they're completely just full of it, that they're lying, but they don't think that they're necessarily being honest about what's really going on with them or they're not being honest with themselves. One of the two or both. If we have a routine, we have structure, we have activities that we add to our daily regimen, our daily must do's, if you will. For myself, I'm going to reference breath work, and grounding. And I, you know, I have a dog that I'd go and I run and I train every single morning, every afternoon, every evening. And during these times, I have this practice of my, of my own, something for myself, something to sustain health, something to improve health, something to make me more comfortable in the regard that a, I'm facilitating my functions. We can all breathe better. We can all improve that. Yogis who have done breath work for years are still doing breath work because there's still expansion to be had. Deeper consciousness, deeper awareness. And we can all kind of harness this ability to just sit still and focus on our breath more and more and more and more. And the better we, we get with that, the Hey, our immune systems are going to be better. We are going to be calmer. We're going to have better sleep and recovery. If you wear one of these devices, the whoop or the aura ring, then, you know, just the ability to control your breath affects all of those numbers. 
The first time I got one, I had a, a associates and friends that got them at the same time. And when we started comparing numbers and comparing sleep score and recovery and our HRV, they were absolutely astonished by what my numbers look like compared to their numbers. And the only thing I could attribute it to was breath work. Literally, our lives were very similar. We surfed, uh, we trained, we, we did different things. We ate kind of very similarly. We did uh, saunas and ice baths. And we did things that would facilitate health all in the group. But my numbers were absolutely astonishing to these individuals. A, uh, I can attribute it to one other thing. I didn't drink alcohol and a couple of them did. But beyond that, the only thing I could say that I could attribute to it would be the breath work. And it's absolutely, it's free. It's miraculous. It's medicinal. It's a Look, you can live without food for a 30 days or so. You can live without water for a few days. How long can you live without breath? In reality, you have to breathe all day. And this is one activity, one practice that a lot of people, they just don't even think about. And a lot of people do not breathe properly. There are mouth breathers all over the world. And your health is adversely affected by being a mouth breather and not breathing properly, deeply enough, not being able to hold your breath long. They say one of the number uh, one of the number one tests for longevity for men is grip strength, but I guarantee you the other is whether or not you have sleep apnea and whether or not you're breathing properly throughout the day. It's a fundamental. It's an absolute foundation for anything and everything I would look at my life and be proud of. It is just a foundational exercise for myself: grounding and breath work. Cannot recommend it enough. So develop a routine. You, you, you go about this the same way you would go about Masogi. Something individual to yourself, something you know that you need, whether you need to meditate, whether you need to stretch, whether you need to do your sauna and ice, whatever you have access to, make it a routine. Make it a must do and stick to it. This is, this is absolute gold for transitioning. It's gold for self-growth. It's gold for improving and being part of the change that we actually need to see in society. Secondly, engage a gratitude practice. What do you mean in gratitude practice? I mean, a lot of people will, will sit with their thoughts and think about things, a certain number of things per day that they are grateful for. And you don't want to do the same things every day because Look, we have an abundant amount of things to be grateful for. Mother Nature herself and the things that we see throughout our daily, our daily activities. There's so many different things that we can be grateful for. And when we start actually throwing more onto our plate and doing more projects and, and investing more of ourselves in others and in community and in building and in uh, improving, we will find more and more things to be grateful for. The opportunity to do these things every day. Just being born. You defy odds by being born in the first place and then you defy odds further every single day you wake up. It's a miraculous world we live in and we should all take nothing for granted. Every single day is an opportunity to improve your conditions, improve your life, your family's lives, your community, 
and indeed the world. So if we write, if we have a journal and we practice this daily, we talk about the things that we are grateful for, more blessings and more things to be grateful for will magically appear before our eyes. And it will become a momentous occasion that you are putting down onto paper and you and you recognize these new things. Oh, I'm also grateful for this. I'm also grateful for that. In the US, we've all had an abundance most of our lives, even if you didn't have what your neighbors had or what some of the people that you associated with have, you've had, you've got a lot. You've got a lot to be grateful for compared to the rest of the world. First world problems, as they say. This is the reality. We all have plenty to be grateful for. So if we meditate upon that, if we write that and, and we acknowledge the things that we are grateful for and we develop a, a grateful spirit, it will serve us well. We must acknowledge our purpose is greater than our selfish pursuits. It really is. You will have a hand in so many lives, either positively or negatively, regardless of what you do. You will have impacts on people. People will, will remember how you made them feel. This is reality 101. They might not remember what you posted on social media or what you looked like on whatever day you had a great hair day, or even that you went to the coolest places and ate the nicest foods and had lots of cool experiences. They will remember how you made them feel. Developing community, developing yourself as a, le as a leader is learning to be so grateful for these opportunities that you make the people you come into contact with and the people that are in your lives feel good. They will remember you for that. They will be affected by that. This could be your purpose on any given Sunday, any given day, you have no idea what somebody else is going through. And if you can affect them for the positive, if you can affect them positively and make them feel good, you never know what you're saving them from what their emotional state was prior to your interaction. You never know what somebody's going through. And if you can be a light in that person's world, a light in that person's life, even just momentarily, it might happen at the absolute perfect time and the most necessary time for that individual to get over something they're going through or to recommit to making themselves better and paying this ideal forward, so to speak. What if we all did that? What if we all had profoundly positive impacts on those around us? Not because we were posting selfies, not because we were talking about how cool we are or how cool our days are going or what our existence is, but because we're grinding and we're grateful for the process so much so that they can't help but deny that. This person has ambition. This person has humility. This person has a profound impact on the room when he walks into it. And now I want to as well. I want to not necessarily be that person, but be like the aura that they bring into the equation when they are there. You have a purpose. We all do. It's time and it's past time. We start to acknowledge that, you know, even in the little things that exists way more so than somebody liking our photos or liking something that we present to brag, humble boast.
It's not really necessary. Have fun with something. Have fun with something. Third, engage discomfort. I am a broken record when it comes to it. Yeah, I know. Everybody's, not everybody's going to take a martial art or train or go boxing or doing jujitsu or jump in an ice bath or create a misogi so that they have an intense challenge in the beginning of their year or at any other point. Not everybody's going to do it. However, you can engage discomfort and you could try one of those things anyways. You could. Why not? When we do something like that, when we put ourselves into a vulnerable position and we voluntarily experience discomfort for growth and we take that bold step, that bold approach, we are rewarded in a plethora of ways. When we do not, life challenges us in other ways. This reality I've come to understand oh too well. When I'm not challenging myself, when I'm not engaging discomfort on multiple levels for that matter, when I'm not being ambitious, well, life is going to throw something at you. Jordan Peterson said life is suffering and there is so much truth in it. Nobody gets out of here scot-free. Nobody graduates scot-free. Nobody lives forever. We all die. We all have really important people in our lives that will pass on from this place. And we have relationships that will end and we have pets that will leave us. Life has all kinds of suffering and all kinds of discomforts, but I have found it to be 100% truthful. When you are choosing to engage something and you are putting yourself out there ambitiously, knowing that there are consequences and plenty of discomfort, you are rewarded in so many ways that life's suffering becomes far more bearable. Nobody gets out of here scot-free. The, the road to disruption, they say, is wide and traveled by many. Gentlemen, if we were to seek that narrow path, put ourselves out there and embrace these challenges by choice and embrace discomfort by choice, we are on the path to self-mastery to being better individuals, to being leaders, to being really likable people. Let's be honest, arrogant braggers aren't very likable. And we're pretty much all over that. I mean, in society, I think we're all over it. We're all over these people taking advantage of us. And that's kind of what the reality is. Taking advantage of our attention online, on social media, our attention is placed upon other people's promotion of reality or their presentation of themselves. And our energy is somewhat being harvested for likes or for dopamine, for false reality, for false uh, emotional states. They know it's not real. We all know it's not real. Come on. We chased, we've chased the likes. I think everybody's chased the likes in... Sure, you can experience those short-term dopamine responses and some, 
I don't even, I don't even want to call it an example of joy. It's not, it's not, it's just not joy. It's like taking a drug. You might think it's enjoyable, but it really isn't. It's detrimental long-term. You're going to end up in a deficit. Take it from somebody who's experienced this first and foremost, firsthand. Alcohol, drugs, likes, it's all, well, it's all temporary. So we put one foot in front of the other. We're present. We do these three, take these three steps, you know, seriously. Engage discomfort. Uh, engage a gratitude practice and develop your routine. And what we're going to end up with is an ambitious life, an ambitious lifestyle and self-growth with self-mastery being the long-term intention. But we will magnify all the blessings of life. We will be present and engaged for the responsibilities of life. We need, look, everybody needs responsibility. We need these, these chores, these tasks, these things to do. Otherwise you're going to be bored and well, accomplishing nothing without accomplishing something. What is life really? The future needs us. The present needs us in this, well, cultural renaissance. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. I think we should all grasp to that reality more than anything else. We're either getting on the train or we're going to be left behind. We've seen it over and over in our lifetimes. The only constant in life is change. So gentlemen, I'm talking to you specifically today. Harness it, man. Harness it. Get on, get on the things that you know you need to get on. These are just three tips to kind of help maybe push us in the right direction. You know where I'll be doing jujitsu and sticking to my routine and keeping my gratitude, magnifying it as much as possible, more and more and more and more and more to be grateful for. I am so grateful for abundance and the opportunity to speak to you all and to share what works for me. Thanks for joining me today. If you are on YouTube, please do me a favor, like and subscribe. Help me grow that channel. I'm putting out the uh, the content on this subject probably Sunday, maybe a couple days after. I've got some other things i got to get done. Um, but, yeah, we will be back with a couple different friends in the next couple episodes. I think you'll enjoy them. And if you're not aware, I started this little project called That Juji Tarot, and it is jujitsu based comedy and jujitsu based content. So you get a little, a little peek of what we're like on the mats, what we're thinking, what, you know, I'm going to explore the entire subject of jujitsu and training and kind of, you know, share some of the things that I think are hilarious and some of the things that I think are pertinent to everybody's life and why I think, man, it should be almost essential especially for you young men to get out there and engage a martial art, engage jujitsu specifically. I think, you know, look, diamonds are created under intense pressure and high temperatures. And that stress is pretty much what you're going to experience in jujitsu, especially starting out. So I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today. And uh, I'll see you all again soon. Next episode. 
If you're listening on some of the other podcasts, uh, Apple or Spotify or watching on Rumble, please give me that thumbs up and subscribe there as well. And I will talk to you all again soon. Have a good day.